This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you as we join you for our New Year's Eve edition, our final show of 2016 Can't get any closer to the new year than this. And most of our folks listening in hearing this show on New Year's Eve. So thanks so much for carving out some time for us on the final day of 2016. As we continue our look back at some of the great games of 2016 for the Indians, boy, it's hard-pressed to find one better than the clincher of the American League pennant in the American League Championship Series. Game 5 in Toronto. What a night it was on so many levels, and we will have the full story coming your way shortly. Santana makes the catch! Ball game! The Indians have won the American League pennant! So settle in, folks. It's our final edition of Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you on this New Year's weekend. And a happy New Year to everyone and our loyal listeners of this show. 52 weeks a year. And uh, this time of year, that hot stove time, we take a break from that with some looks back at great games from the 2016 season. And we've been doing that throughout the offseason so far after such a special 2016 campaign. And for your New Year's Eve We take you back to Game 5 of the American League Championship Series, the game that vaulted the Indians into the World Series and gave them their first American League pennant since 1997. How did they get there? Well, the Division Series, a big surprise to many, but not anyone in that Indians clubhouse as they swept the Red Sox three games to none in the American League Division Series. They started strong in the Championship Series against the Blue Jays, pitching extremely well in the two home games to get it started with Corey Kluber pitching a 2-0 shutout victory with help from the bullpen in Game 1 at Progressive Field, and then Josh Tomlin backing that up with a strong starting effort and more help from the pen in a 2-1 victory over the Blue Jays in Game 2. Then it was on to Toronto for Game 3, the infamous drone bloody hand game on the part of Trevor Bauer, who did not make it through the first inning after a drone incident, uh, cut a finger on his pitching hand. Several days before that, he tried to give it a go in Game 3, but did not last as the cut opened up, and the Indians had to turn it over to the bullpen, and son of a gun, if they didn't do the job, and the Indians won Game 3, 4-2 to two, to take a commanding lead. Game 4, the Blue Jays salvaged a glimmer of hope with a 5-1 to one victory, as they defeated Corey Kluber, who was pitching on short rest for the first time. Aaron Sanchez, very strong for the Blue Jays in that game. And Toronto had closed the gap. It was 3-1 in terms of games. The Indians still had a chance to clinch in Game 5. They would go with a big surprise on the mound. Left-hander Ryan Merritt, who had pitched very well in a regular season start the final weekend of the regular season in Kansas City. And his mound opponent would be Marco Estrada, 
who was 1-1 one and one in the playoffs coming into that ball game. Before the game, Terry Francona told Tom Hamilton why Ryan Merritt was the man for the job. I do know that we're excited to send Merritt to the mound today. I think people are probably thinking that we're a little hesitant about it, and I really don't think we are. Um, I think this kid's going to do just fine. And I'll tell you one thing, he's going to grow from this either way because he's such a good kid, but this will be a great experience for him as far as his career. So with Merritt on the mound, the game began, and the Indians got it going quickly. Mike Napoli coming through in the first inning to give the Indians the lead. So Lindor... The base runner at first, two down, first inning, no score in game five. Indians up three games to one. Now the 1-1 delivery. Swung on, hammered, deep left center field. It is off the wall. Lindor hits third. He's heading home. Napoli is into second with a two-out RBI double off the wall in left center. And the Indians have jumped on the Blue Jays with back-to-back two-out hits and lead one to nothing. Oh, did Napoli put a charge into that one and pounded it off the 10-foot wall out in left center field. And Lindor scored easily from first base. And with that one run on the board, a little breathing room for Merritt as he went to work in the bottom half of the first inning and was impressive. Merritt was outstanding in AAA this year. 11 and 8 at Columbus with a 3.70 ERA, made 24 starts, two complete games. He kicks, he delivers, and strike three called on the outside corner. Guess what? A Blue Jay hitter is complaining. Oh, didn't see that coming. Ryan Merritt, in his postseason debut, has a 1-2-3 first inning, and the Indians have a one nothing lead over the Blue Jays after one. In the second, Indians still leading one nothing. Merritt back on the mound, yet another 1-2-3 inning as he ended it with a strikeout of Melvin Upton. Into the motion, Merritt's 2-2 pitch. Strike three, call! He took a fastball down the middle. Merritt has retired six in a row, three called out on strikes. And after two innings in game five of the championship series, the Indians lead the Blue Jays one to nothing. Then in the third inning, Carlos Santana helped the Indians expand their lead with a big blow off of Estrada. The pitch swung on and blasted. Deep right field, away, back and gone. And it is two nothing Indians. Carlos Santana tees off deep into the lower deck in right. And he has his second home run in the championship series, his second of the postseason. In the third inning, Merritt continued to roll right along another 1-2-3 inning. Ryan Merritt, just out of Dallas, Texas, born race, still lives. The pitch to Barney, and he skies one, shallow left. Shortstop Frankie Lindor waves everybody off. Can you believe it? This kid's made 31 pitches in three innings. He made five pitches this inning, and the Blue Jays went one, two, three. Doesn't that just figure, folks, the script for this incredible, improbable journey? And wouldn't you figure Ryan Merritt would start today? Long way to go, but the Indians lead it two to nothing after three. 
And then in the top half of the fourth inning, Coco Crisp continued a trend in the postseason and also down the stretch in the regular season, coming up big in the biggest of games with the long ball. Now the 2-2 delivery. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. This one hit to deep right field. Bautista back. Home run, Coco Crisp. Coco Crisp comes up big again. His other home run in the postseason in the clincher of the division series against Boston. A potential clincher here today, and he goes deep to make it 3-0 Tribe. Well, Merritt was perfect through three. Finally gave up a base hit in the top half of the fourth inning. But with a big batter coming up for the Blue Jays and Edwin Encarnacion, Merritt continued to make quality pitches. Now the payoff pitch. Swung on, ground ball to short. Up with it, Lindor to the back for one. Kipnis to first. Double play! Oh, Ryan Merritt does it again with a huge double play to end the bottom half of the fourth inning. And any hint of a Blue Jays rally snuffed out on a perfect 3-2 pitch that induces the 6-4-3 double play. Side retired. We head to the fifth. 3-0. Tribe in front. The Blue Jays would start to get some things going in the fifth inning. And in that top half of the fifth inning, Merritt was pulled with one away. Indians turned it over to Brian Shaw, who came on with strong relief early. Here's his 1-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. Got him to chase a breaking ball, and the side is retired. Great work by Brian Shaw out of that stellar Indians bullpen. And we have now played five at the Rogers Center. It's the Indians three, the Blue Jays nothing. Then in the bottom half of the sixth inning, it was Miller time as Andrew Miller came on with a runner at first base. Indians still with the lead. Josh Donaldson one for two with a single. Right-handed hitting third baseman. Donaldson, 37 bombs in the regular season. One this October. The pitch. Swung on a one-hopper to short. Lindor to second. One. Kipnis relay. Got him! Double play! Santana with a good stretch. Lunging to his left, made the play, and then fell off the bag and fell down. And the Blue Jays are going to challenge this call. Right now, it's a double play to end the inning. Headsets are coming off. Here's the call. Out at first. Double play stands. And Andrew Miller makes quick work of Josh Donaldson and the Toronto Blue Jays. Six in the books. Indians with a 3-0 lead over Toronto. Then in the bottom half of the eighth inning, Indians still leading 3-0. Andrew Miller still on and still getting it done to keep the shutout in order. Miller sets. Miller delivers. A swing and a weak fly ball left field. Coming on, Rajay Davis makes the catch. How about Andrew Miller? He's made 21 pitches today to get eight outs. 3-0 Tribe going to the ninth. Then in the ninth, Cody Allen came on to close it out. Cody Allen's ready. Again, a look at second. Now the 2-2. A swing and a pop-up. First base side foul ground playable. Perez, Santana, Santana makes the catch. Ball game. The Indians have won the American League pennant. And Cleveland for the sixth time ever. You will have a World Series. The Indians 
are the champions of the American League. A 3-0 win over the Toronto Blue Jays. The second time they shut the Blue Jays out in the championship series. They win it in five games and hugs all around the infield near second base. The Indians have done what everyone thought was unthinkable. And just moments after recording the final out, Allen stopped by to talk with Tom Hamilton. Cody, first off, congratulations. I wonder, when did the dream start for you? Uh, you know what? This is something we've all thought about for, uh, for a very long time. Uh, you think about it as a kid. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to have a twin brother that I played baseball with growing up, and we played a, a lot of front yard wiffle ball, uh, and it was it was always playing in the World Series. You know, you didn't dream of playing in the CS or the Division Series. You, <laughs> you were dreaming of playing in the World Series. So, uh, so this dream started for me for a long time ago. I mean, does it even seem real yet? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, we're uh, we got a bunch of thirsty guys about to go uh, have a good time in the clubhouse, and uh, I'm sure next couple days it'll seem real, but. You know what we didn't. You know our goal when we set out in spring training wasn't uh, wasn't to get to the World Series. It was to win it. So uh, we, you know, we're not done yet. We uh, we're fortunate enough we get to play a little bit longer, and uh, you know we're going to get ready. Well, you're one of the thirsty guys, and you've earned it. Great job, Cody. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. So the Indians won it three nothing to advance to the World Series for the first time since 1997. Obviously, an excited Indians clubhouse. We'll hear more from that later. But when we come back, the trophy presentation, first time in a long time that Indians ownership, front office, and their manager were recognized for a great accomplishment, winning the American League pennant. That's coming your way after this timeout on the Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you as it's our New Year's Eve edition and uh, New Year's Day, depending on when your station carries this show and when you might be hearing it on iTunes. But we are taking a look back at one of the great games of 2016 for the Tribe, Game 5 of the American League Championship Series, the game that won the American League pennant for the Indians and sent them to the World Series for the first time since 1997. It was a 3-0 victory for the Tribe over the Blue Jays behind the strong pitching of Ryan Merritt and the bullpen. And some home run hitting from Carlos Santana and Coco Crisp. After the game, which was televised by TBS, Ernie Johnson, the play-by-play voice on television, hosted the proceedings in the trophy presentation that featured the legendary Frank Robinson, also Indians owner Paul Dolan, president of baseball operations Chris Antonetti, and tribe manager Terry Francona. Frank Robinson, who... Once upon a time was a player manager for this Cleveland Indians organization to award the American League Championship Trophy. Thank you, Ernie. On behalf of the commissioner, Rob Manford, I would like to congratulate the Cleveland Indians organization, and I'd like to present the Larry William William Harris Trophy to Larry and Paul Dolan. Thank you very much, Frank. It's a great honor, particularly for Cleveland, all of you meant to the Cleveland franchise, what you mean for baseball. We're thrilled to be able to accept this from you. Paul, when you, I know you guys both have such deep Northeast Ohio roots. 
You do this on the road. You know back in Cleveland they are going absolutely crazy and can't wait for Tuesday when the World Series starts. But what's your message to, to the folks in Cleveland tonight? It's been an extraordinary year for Cleveland in many, many respects. And this is just another step in it. We've got a little more work to do. But I know the people of Cleveland are really excited and ready to, to take that next step with us. The pride of ownership in a moment like this, how do you describe it? It's hard to describe. Maybe in a year I'll be able to describe it. Right now it's just an incredible thrill. We still have an American League MVP or, or ALCS MVP to get to, but right now I'd like to, if we could continue for just a second, Chris Antonetti, Mike Chernoff who are, are down here, and you guys uh, have helped construct this team. It's been, a, been a, a joint venture, but when you look at the contributions of a guy you knew you had to go out and get, uh, like Miller, and then and then you look at Merritt, who makes his first postseason start tonight. Could you just describe how it feels to be standing here on this night? Incredibly proud, incredible amount of pride. We have a collective group, and a guy that I think we embody what a team is all about. Every single player made a contribution, and without all of their individual efforts, we wouldn't be standing up here. I think what we saw is a team that um, really fought through adversity. And it was every single guy, one through nine in the lineup, all the bench guys, our, our entire bullpen. Um, so a huge organizational accomplishment in that ways, and in that way, and fun to see the resiliency of this team. And part of part of this whole story too is the fact that you went out at one point and said, "Who do we need to manage this group that we want to assemble?" How did you settle on Terry Francona, and how does that move feel tonight? That wasn't a very hard choice. So Tito has meant so much to the franchise, and I think we've seen just the way he's managed these last four games. But beyond that, he's a phenomenal leader. He builds relationships with players. He makes connections. He puts them in a position to be successful, and we're extraordinarily lucky to work alongside him. Uh, when you look at this and, and say, how did, why did this click and what exactly came into place? What has put you on the stage tonight? What's your answer? I mean, it was a full team effort. I think what you saw is a group of guys that came together early in spring training, and you could really feel the team aspect of it. That just grew throughout the season, whether it was adding Brandon Geyer, adding Andrew Miller, um, and things just clicked for us. I think it was fun to see that, that real culture that Tito built uh, with every guy coming together like that. Let's get... Uh... Tito down here, Terry. It looks like you just did you take uh, take a moment to go get a to go get a champagne shower momentarily. You know what? I, I mean, I wanted I actually wanted these guys to talk because I thought they deserved it, and and being in there with the players is so meaningful. Um, I mean, just to see those guys in there celebrating. But I thought the people up here deserved to be the ones talking. There are a lot of things we could talk about in terms of what this team has done this year from a 14-game winning streak that's a franchise record to what Andrew Miller has done. But I have to, and we'll talk to Andrew in just a second, but Ryan Merritt went out there today in his first postseason start, one start in his career. What he gave you, I mean, how do you how do you put that into words? I mean, the only guy that really got in his way was probably me. <laughs> I mean, he you know, gave up one hit, but I thought where he got, we could turn it over to our bullpen, the guys that have been doing it all year. But for him to do what he did under those circumstances, he, he may not look the part, but he is beyond his years. And it was, it's one of the most phenomenal things I've ever seen. Uh, Frank Robinson is right here, and, and I appreciate your patience, Frank, uh, because uh, we, we do have an MVP of the ALCS uh, to present, and uh, and I think he's six foot seven. I don't know if it's a guy you'd, e you'd even want to face. No, I told him that coming up. I said <laughs> I didn't want to face you with that stuff, but this is one of the very few players I had I enjoy looking up to. But uh, 
fabulous job, fellow job. And I guess I'm supposed to present you with the championship series MVP. Congratulations. Andrew Miller, MVP of the ALCS. Pleasure, Mr. Robinson, to be on the stage here with you. Thank you very much. All right, big fella. Um, I mean, what you've done, I think you've kind of left guys like Ron Darling and Cal Ripken and others who have tried to describe this series speechless with how dominant you've been. How do you explain it? Uh, it's a great team. I think, you know, my defense, my, you know, our catcher, Roberto Perez, is unbelievable. And it's just, it's, it's so special to be a part of. I think top to bottom, everybody did something to help us win. And it's just, uh, it's a special experience. And I, I think it only gets better. What do you look at, aside from how good this bullpen has been, but what do you look at? What is it about this team that has it that has you in the world? I don't know. I think it's the right word. We just have it, and you know, nobody's scared. We started a guy that had one career start today, and we had confidence in him, and I think that's special. And It's just top to bottom. Like I said, there's 25 guys, you know, the, the staff, top down, ownership, the way they treat us is unbelievable, and you know, it, there's a good reason why we're here. Andrew Miller, congratulations. Job well done, and good luck in the World Series. Thank you so much. Andrew Miller, the MVP, and the Cleveland Indians, the champions of the American League here in 2016. So that was the trophy presentation for the American League champion Cleveland Indians after their 3-0 victory in Game 5 of the championship series in Toronto. Stay with us when we come back. It's the post-game locker room celebration after this on the Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you. And our New Year's Eve gift to you is a look back at one of the great games of 2016, an historic game for the Indians in their current history, as it was the game that won the American League pennant for the Tribe and advanced them to the World Series for the first time since 1997. After the game, as you would expect, the post-game locker room celebration was raucous, it was wild, and we had a chance to check in with Ryan Merritt, who was the big story in this game, getting a start in a huge playoff game, and he couldn't have been any better. Ryan Merritt is standing right here as uh, we go live on our post-game show and ended up being the starting pitcher in the clincher. And, and Ryan, uh, we talked to you after the Kansas City when your first major league start. How did you manage to, to keep your nerves in check at the start of this one? Um, just stay within myself, breathe out there, um, know that it's just a game, try to have fun, um, trust my defense, and compete. Let the let the rest um, work itself out. It had been a while since you had been on, on the game mound. When did you realize, hey, I, I have my good stuff, I'm going to be okay? Um, I feel like it just comes along like through the bullpen and then coming out to the game. I mean, just as the game's going on, you just kind of um, – Feel yourself, what's getting better, what you need to do. So as it went on, I just kept trusting myself. Could you have ever imagined bus rides in Columbus that at this point, late October, number one, you'd still be pitching. Number two, you'd be celebrating an American League pennant for the Cleveland Indians. It's crazy that's happening. At that moment, um, you know, I never would have guessed, you know, but I always had confidence in myself. I had, if I got in this situation that um, – I would handle myself well, and um, it's just awesome to be up here, be a part of all this, and to contribute. Obviously, you're trying to keep your nerves in check out there. Were you able to enjoy the moment? 
Absolutely. Um, you're doing good. Your team is slapping you on the butt, patting you on the back, telling you uh, good job. And um, so that was that was awesome. That was that was that was the most the most you can enjoy about it is when your teammates are behind you. Well, Ryan, a, a remarkable story in a tremendous season. Congratulations on tonight. Thank you. That's Ryan Merritt. And we'll go to his battery mate, Roberto Perez, is here. And, Bert, we talked before the game started tonight what you would do to try and keep this young man in check. And uh, he was just tremendous. Oh, man, he was outstanding. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of him, man. I mean, he, he don't have that much of an experience. But, oh, he gave up five strong innings or four. And then I, I don't even remember. But I told him, I said, hey, I, have really, I really do have a good game plan against them. And just keep the ball down. Just follow me. Throw every pitch with conviction, and we have success. And we talked to Ryan about being in Columbus earlier this year. Could you have ever imagined being in this spot? You had the injury early on. You're out in Arizona rehabbing during that time. Uh, could you have ever imagined being the number one catcher most of the second half of the season and being in this spot now? I really didn't think about it, man. I I was I was I really worked hard to get back to to the to play baseball. I mean, and you know, unfortunately. John had that that injury. I mean, he's a he's he's a catcher, but uh, I really needed. I, I thought I had my hands full, and with this pitching staff, uh, oh man, it, I'm proud of myself and I'm I'm proud of these guys. So it, it's just nice to get that that W, and we're heading to the World Series. I can I can believe it. And you can say that again. You're headed to the World Series. How about yes, that? We are. We are. And just I'm just trying to enjoy the moment. I don't know when it's gonna be that. Probably you know when is going to be my next one. So I'm just going to be with the guys and enjoying it and get ready for game one in Cleveland. Absolutely. Enjoy the party. All right. Thank you. Roberto Perez, Indians catcher. Tremendous work uh, through the second half of the season as the number one catcher. Now we welcome in Lonnie Chisenhall. Uh, a good series at the start and a good postseason for you, Lonnie. You seem to have handled this tremendously well. You've been with this club for a while, one of the elder statesmen, hard to say. Yeah. But uh, what does this mean to you now going to the World Series? You know, it's been great doing it with the group that we've done it with. And the way we've been put together, the way we've come up through the minor leagues, and, you know, the, the pieces that they added at the end. So, you know, I, I think our, our chemistry, our family is, you know, our, our biggest attribute we have. Lonnie, congratulations. Enjoy the party, man. Stay busy. All right. And uh, we'll keep it rolling. We'll go with Josh Tomlin and then Indians owner Paul Dolan is in here as well. Just keep it going, Tom. And, uh, Josh, obviously you were a big key earlier on in the series. You may have been yet as uh, the next one up was you. But uh, what does it say about this team that they're able to get things done in the way they did tonight, unlikely fashion? I think that just shows the type of character we have in this clubhouse. Um, nobody gives up. Nobody backs down from a challenge. And we have 25 guys that are out there ready to compete at all times. we got we have, we got guys that are just athletes. They love love playing the game, love being out there, love doing whatever they can do to try to help this team win. And uh, like we talked about that in spring training. It wasn't going to take just 25 guys. It will take a full organization, a full roster to try to get this thing to where we are now. But um, – We've continued to keep fighting. We've continued to be resilient, and um, we're, we're in a good position right now. You battled through injuries earlier in your career. You put together a career year this year, and now you're a part of this. It's got to mean a lot to you, especially where you've come from. Oh, man, it means it means uh, the world to me. I've never I've never got to experience anything like this. The closest thing I've ever got to experience anything like this is probably a state championship at T-ball. So uh, this is a little bit different. So, um, 
this means the world to me. Uh, I, I love this game. I love this team. I love this organization. This is where I was drafted. This is where I've always been. So uh, to be able to be a part of this is uh, it's probably the highlight of my career, no doubt about it. And you mentioned T-ball. How old are you when you first get that, that realization, hey, wouldn't it be neat to play in a World Series? For you, what was that? Oh, I talked about it ever since I was four years old. I talked about, you know, bottom of the nine, two outs, bases loaded, full count. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things you dream about as a kid. So to be able to do it is pretty awesome. Josh, congratulations. Thanks, Rosie. I appreciate it. That's Josh Tomlin, Indians pitcher, the winner in game two. And now we welcome in Indians owner Paul Dolan. You've owned the team for a while now, first trip to the World Series. How does that sound? Oh, it's extraordinary. I mean, I mean, it's a cliche. where You don't really know how you feel after one of these things, but I understand that now. You're sort of numb from all this. Uh, this, this I mean, this is just unbelievable. And, Paul, I know you don't like to take any credit whatsoever, but maybe the best attribute, you put people in place and let them do their jobs. Can that be difficult sometimes in your position? Well, thank you. I mean, we, we certainly, you know, many years ago we inherited a lot of very good people, and if we've done any, anything right, is to keep them in place and allow them to grow and develop. And I think this is, you know, a product of that, that, that kind of continuity and those kind, the kind of people we've had, that, you know, who produce these kind of results finally. And as a native Clevelander, uh, grew up a Tribe fan, this type of team, what they've had to overcome battling, yeah. is that typified? It feels like a Cleveland team. We get counted out regularly and we keep standing up. And again, I, mean, I feel like I've been saying this for a month. And, and today's just another example. Ryan Merritt coming in and pitching brilliantly into the fifth inning. You know, and that's, you know, that's a reflection of, you know, we honored our scouting and development team, um, you know, for our first playoff game. And that's what they produce. You know, when you, when, when you lose a pitcher, you go into your system and you produce a guy like Ryan Merritt. Fabulous stuff. I know there were some some low times along the way as you tried to build it up, and you have to have patience. Tough to do sometime in the world of sports. Yeah, there's no question that that people want to see results right away. We get that. We do too. But uh, you know, you got to have that level of patience, and this is the reward. Is that is a team that's not only winning right now, but we're positioned to win for a number of years now, which is a great thing. Well, enjoy this one. This is going to be a fun ride. I will. Paul Dolan, Indians owner and the first trip to the World Series under his ownership. It's been just tremendous. And uh, Tom, we'll, we'll keep it down here as Chris Antonetti is going to pop by as uh, Curtis Danberg doing a real nice job just running guests to us. And uh, Chris Antonetti, you, you spend not just this offseason putting together a, a team, but the core group that came over many, many years. The, the feeling that you have right now as you head to the World Series. I think as you reflect back on it, it's a great deal of pride knowing how many people impacted this moment from, you know, Tito to our coaching staff and obviously the players. But beyond that, it, it the ripples run deep. And if you think about our scouting group, our international scouts, our amateur scouts, our player development staff, our trainers, our strength and conditioning coaches, our clubhouse staff, every single person had an impact on us standing here today. And that's a really meaningful thing because we had to do it together. And it, it can't be diminished what you did in the offseason, but this series alone, some of the things that you've been doing with your pitching, how many hours have been put in here in sleepless nights during this series to make sure you had the pitching to line up and get it done? Well, we've spent a lot of time thinking about alternatives and how we can find a way to win the next game. That's really been our focus. And Tito and Mickey and the rest of the coaching staff deserve a tremendous amount of credit for making that happen. All right, Chris. Enjoy this one. Uh, it's just been a tremendous ride for this team. And I know you're not done yet. 
Thanks, Rosie. No, we still have some work left to do, but we'll take tonight and enjoy this moment. It's pretty special. Chris Antonetti, Indians president of baseball operations. And, uh, Tom, we'll look for a couple of more, but uh, while we do that, uh, just to send it back upstairs, and I know you touched on it with, with the Dolan family, just tremendous people. And, and uh, yes, they had to go through some down times as, as they kind of rebuilt this thing and put the foundation in place. Not easy, but, my goodness, the satisfaction now that they got it done. Yeah, no question about it. And, uh, I mean, as Paul said, this ball club is is set up to win here for a while. Now, we never know in sports who would have thought you would lose three starters this year. So there's nothing ever guaranteed. And that's why you better enjoy these moments when they come. But uh, just amazing. And, you know, they've done it in a situation where they don't have a lot of margin for error. I mean, they... They can't be the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Cubs and, and give a guy a, you know, mega million-dollar deal and that guy not work out and then, you know, have to live with it. So pretty amazing. Yeah, it seems like every postseason some team drops the hammer on a big trade during the season. And Andrew Miller is here. You win the most valuable player in the American League Championship Series. But I'm going to guess that is on a low-priority list for you right now, just wanting to be part of a winner. I just want to be with my teammates. It's uh, what a special team. I, we have big goals ahead of us still. We have one more uh, one more stage in this process. But, you know, what a, what a fun team to be a part of. It's unfair to single anybody out. I don't deserve it, but... You know, it's just, you know, how much fun could it be? It couldn't get any better than this. And, you know, we've played two really good teams, and we've, we've held our own. We've shown what we're capable of. And, you know, it's just a blast to be a part of. They're special players top to bottom, and everybody contributed. In late July, you're down in St. Pete with the Yankees. The trade is made. Did you have any idea what you were getting into? I mean, I had a pretty good idea I was going to a good place. I was going to a team that was winning a lot, that had a lot of confidence in the pieces they had. But I knew Tito was there. I think you dream it's this good. You don't, you don't expect it to be. And uh, I got here, and everybody's been so great. You know, a couple guys came over. Coco and, and, and Brandon Geyer came over. And, you know, the way that everybody accepted us and put us into this team is special, and it's paid off. And obviously, if this game is transient sometimes. How quickly did you feel that you were a, a big part of this and then could, could take it to this level? You know, it doesn't matter who's how big of what piece of the team. All that matters is that we win, and... At the end of the day, we have four more wins to go, but we get a chance to, to celebrate a big one today. It's just, uh, you know, it, it really is a special group. I can't say it enough. I feel like I've said it a million times in the last 20 minutes, but it's the truth. It, it's a lot of fun to be a part of. All right, you defeat two teams from the American League East. Some of the folks were saying, well, they, they have the book on Miller because they see him a lot, but you were actually better in the postseason than, than maybe you had been during the season against them. Adjustments on your part or just uh, the, the quality of your pitches in the postseason? You always hope the best comes out in, the, in these situations. It's not easy. You're playing the best teams in the, in the sport. But, you know, you try to escape the ALEs and you can't. But it's uh, it's never easy at this point. You try to be one step ahead. Andrew Miller, congratulations on an awesome postseason. Keep it rolling in the World Series. Thank you. More wins. All right. That's Andrew Miller. He was the MVP, but don't ask him about that. He's just having a great time with his teammates on a late afternoon in Toronto where the Indians have uh, clinched the American League Championship Series. And on to the World Series it was for the Indians. And when we join you in the new year as we continue with our hot stove editions of Tribe Talk, we'll have some of those great World Series games and some other outstanding postseason games for you in the weeks leading in to spring training. Stay with us. We'll have some final thoughts after this timeout on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. 
Welcome back to Tribe Talk. It's our final segment of 2016. And just some final thoughts on what a great year it was for the Indians. Man, you just never know in baseball. As you look back on it in spring training, the Indians throughout the spring had to battle some major issues, especially in their outfield. Michael Brantley, the shoulder injury just never came along. Abraham Almonte ended up serving a suspension for PED use, so the Indians were down some outfielders. But you just never know in this game of baseball, and it really set the tone the Indians' ability to overcome obstacles and injuries throughout the season. And you really would be hard-pressed to find a more memorable season in recent Indians history than 2016. So hopefully it was an enjoyable one for you, and we'll see what 2017 holds. A lot of anticipation, a lot of excitement, and we'll cover it for you every step of the way here on Tribe Talk as we continue with our shows each week throughout the offseason and then from spring training in Goodyear, Arizona and when the regular season begins in early April. So a lot to look forward to in the new year. Have a happy new year, everyone, and we'll talk to you next week for another edition of Tribe Talk right here on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. The Cubs in 10 innings have won the World Series championship with an 8-7 win over the Indians. What an incredible job by Terry Francona, this coaching staff, the organization, the players. What an incredible summer of baseball, followed by certainly an October and now a November to remember for a lifetime. Unfortunately for the Indians, they came up a little bit short. But that doesn't take away from what this club accomplished without Michael Brantley, without Jan Gomes for half the year, and then, of course, down the stretch, no Carlos Carrasco, no Danny Salazar, and you really didn't have a full Trevor Bauer. And yet the Indians took it to 10 innings before they would lose Game 7 of this World Series. So this is Tom Hamilton saying thanks so much for being a part of Indians baseball all season long. What a season, folks. Can't wait for next year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.